Welcome to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast, hosted by award-winning television director, documentary filmmaker, author, and speaker, Craig D. Forrest. Join Craig for the next few minutes as he interviews leaders, artists, and creatives about trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Matchstick Media International. Now, here's Craig. Today on the podcast, we have a very special guest, Clyde Tabor. He's been a missions leader and executive for many years, lived overseas, worked on various projects, involved in media, and also is a producer. So here's Clyde. Visual Story Network leans heavily, and by the way, you can go to visualstory.org. Is that correct? Correct. Visualstory.org. And I'm a member of that network. And there's a free uh, sign-up, free profile. It's a great place to uh, post uh, projects, to get advice from people, ask questions, network and connect. And you you will get as much out of it as you put into it. And I'm sure Clyde will say amen to Amen. That. That's true for life, but that's true for this case also. That's true for this case. So visualstory.org. And Clyde Tabor, T A B. E R T A B E R. You can easily find him on the internet. Just put his name in and in a search engine, and he will pop up right away with both resources and profiles and places that you can connect and also, um, you know, start sharing information with each other. Now, you use social media a lot, and in 2007, something very important happened, which was the start of the iPhone from Apple, and that completely changed and revolutionized the mobile phone uh, and changed everything into smartphones. And now you've begun to see phenomenal changes in mobile cellular uh, ministry. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, now we got really involved in 2010 because as as a connector, I got to see there were a handful of organizations that were beginning to figure out that this mobile thing was important, kind of like the Internet was back in the early 90s. Like, well, what do we do with this? So, you know, some began to experiment. We began to bring them together uh, first in phone calls, and then we actually started doing consultations. We just finished our fifth consultation. That was our first one outside the United States. You where, can was, go to, where was that at? That was in Holland. Uh, if, you go, if you go to it's mobileministryforum.org, or the shorter URL is mobmin.org. M-O-B-M-I-N. Yeah, mobmin. Sounds like a rap group from Detroit. Yeah, or some mafia-related thing, depending on how you read it. We've kind of started this whole other community of now about 650 people, I don't know, 115 organizations who kind of are peer learners in this mobile space. So, but because that device was in everybody's hands, purse, or pocket around the world, it's like, wow, the most rapidly adopted technology in human history and the most personalized. Because this is the first time that a technology stays with people 24-7, always within arm's reach, often at the bedside, even in the bedroom, bathroom, etc. It's just weird, but it is. So how do we use that? So, you know, we have 7.2 billion people on the planet. There are now over 7 billion mobile phone subscriptions. Oh, wow. Which is is staggering. Does that mean that infants and children have mobile phones? No. The average person has two mobile phones, Mm -hmm. uh, if you look at the average, because there's about 3.5 billion people that have mobiles. So that means that when the average people have two, 
Now, I only have one, but in a lot of developing nations, people have multiples. Uh, there are some very interesting statistics about expected penetration. You know, that by the age of, by 2020, that the average person seven years and older anywhere in the world will have access to a mobile phone, will have their own. We tell the stories of families that didn't have running water, had televisions. Now it's the same for the people who don't have uh, running water, have mobile devices in their hands. I remember Paul Eshelman at a call to all a couple of years ago speaking about mobile ministry. And he said something interesting. We are headed in this world to a world of icons. And uh, I, I tried to explain that to my wife, Rebecca, a couple of days ago. She goes, what do you mean? I said, what it means is that languages don't, uh, aren't as important anymore as the icon on a phone where you can just push the button for Facebook. You can push the image for uh, Instagram. And you don't have to translate that. It's, in, it's instantaneously recognizable. And we're going towards icons. Is that true? And, and talk about that. Yeah, wow. That, I haven't given a lot of thought to that, but I, I, I won't disagree. I mean, you know, you see the way children now navigate through, you know, tablets and mobile phones, you know, that they, it's, yeah, they're, they're very intuitive. They figure it out. Um, will that replace spoken language? No, because we're, we're desperate for it. But no, it does mean there's sort of a new language forming. So I think that, yeah, to your point, you know, again, it's like, then how do we occupy, if you will, that space? Or another way to say it is, how do we incarnate? How do we, in those domains, whether it's technology or communication or whatever, how do we reflect and reveal Christ and his kingdom in a way that will be natural for people to discover, you know, the downside of most new technologies is, is that the adversary is an early adopter, whereas the church is not. So, you know, pornography was the initial economic engine of the Internet. You know, the, the pornographers have used the mobile devices way before most others. So, you know, part of our challenge and our opportunity is to say, look, these are, these are platforms we need to use for the kingdom. So how do we do that? We've been talking to missions media leader Clyde Tabor. We'll be back after 32 seconds. This podcast features engaging conversations with leaders, artists, and creatives sharing about current trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. Today's episode is produced by Matchstick Media International, a nonprofit that's passionate about inspiring both visionary leaders and young creatives to harness the power of media to further the gospel. To learn more, visit us at matchstickmedia.org. Now, back to Craig. I remember, maybe it was in the last year or so, uh, being at uh, one of one of your uh, functions here in Southern California with VisualStory.org, uh, Visual Story Network, and I remember either you or someone else talking about how mobile ministry has has gone into the Muslim world, closed societies, and uh, through the way of chips and SIM cards for entertainment. And that in some parts of the world, the number one, uh, in, in, in the Arab and the Muslim world, a chip, the number one um, application will be the Quran, But the second will be pornography on someone's phone, on a man's phone. And someone asked, why is that? And somebody uh, mentioned, you know, it's probably because by having the Quran on your phone, it looks like you're a good Muslim. And it sort of blankets and hides the fact that behind the Quran, you're watching stuff that you shouldn't be watching. 
Um, can you speak to that at all? I don't know yeah, if you can. Well, well, that's the story that comes from the Afghan-Pakistan border, a brother that's part of a network who works there in healthcare. He's been there for decades. You know, saw when people would come into their little healthcare center, that, you know, he kind of was able to see what was on their phones. They had feature phones. I mean, these are these are very small, limited phones with that one and a half inch square screen. But he realized those phones were their entertainment center. So they didn't have a, they didn't have internet. They didn't have television. They didn't have satellite. This was where they communicated with people and got content that was entertainment. And so they buy these prepackaged two. Now I'm sure they've gotten bigger uh, gigabyte cards that street vendors would sell in the villages. Uh, that come prepackaged with content, you know, and it would be like Muslim preachers. It would be they liked nature videos, bears fighting bears. Um, you know, they liked Bollywood musicals. I just saw this guy last week. He was with us at our gathering, and he said, "There's a uh, I forgot what the new level is. There's another content that's sort of emerged within the last year." But then, unfortunately and tragically, you know, pornography is is just very very prevalent. So. Yeah, so yeah, it's sad, but yeah, his theory was is that they have the, the Muslim content on there so that if their phone gets confiscated, because this is Taliban country, this is where you don't want to be caught with pornography. It could cost you everything. You know, that you hope that they find the Muslim content before they find the pornography. Well, let's switch for a second. By the way, we're talking to, on the podcast with Clyde Tabor, who is a media producer, media executive director of the Visual Story Network. You can find him at visualstory.org, and he's based in Southern California. But really, uh, California is just where he lives, as, as do I. And his ministry is both near and far all across the world. And he is a very, very busy man, giving us some time on the podcast today. Let's switch subjects for just a moment. Let's talk about resources, Clyde. If if you uh, could give any advice to uh, churches and ministries, missions group groups, how do they find people to help them with media, and how do they find other resources? What would you suggest to them? Wow, great question. Um, you know, for, let's just say for the, I'll just. If you're a church leader, if you're a mission leader, you know, you have to dare to think outside the box. That's probably step number one is to say, how can we take a timeless message but use it or package it or position it in a way that it will reach people where they are at, not where I'm at, where they are at. And increasingly that's going to be through mediated through some kind of a screen. So then you have to say, well, figure out who your end audience is, how do you reach that? So, you know, and mobiles is now a big, big part of that. So, you know, then you have to find, you know, look for models who's doing something that you like. Maybe either contact them directly and ask for them how to learn. We try to provide a number of resources uh, within our community, and we're happy to do that. Um, we do have a whole resource tab where you can go and find other ministries organizations. Um, I think the key thing, though, is to just begin to take some baby steps. You know, you can either bring somebody onto your team if you have the resources, uh, or you can find a partner, or you can find a consultant. And there are lots of people that fill all of those categories. Um, but I think it's just it's beginning to think and practice in a different way. Um, you know, there's the, the diffusion of innovation curve, you know, a bell curve where the left side of that curve is the innovators, and then the, the next part is the early adopters, and up to the top of the, of the hump is the early majority. I just say, don't be caught on the back end of that curve, which is the late majority or the resistors. Don't right. be that person. Right. <laughs> don't be that ministry. Don't be that church. Uh, and here's why. It's not to be hip. It's to be 
to be connected. It's again, it's missional. It's being where people are. If their face is buried in a screen, we need to, yes, be able to come alongside them in a live relationship, but oftentimes that first point of connection will be through a screen. Let's meet them there. Let's figure out how to bring them into our communities, into real-life relationships. Because even though Craig and I both get how powerful media is at the end of the day, it's, it's not life-on-life, face-to-face. You know, that's where, that's where life ultimately needs to take place. Great, wonderful, insightful conversation with Clyde Tabor. He's had a lot to say about media and how media shapes our ministry and our outreach in our digital world. I hope that you will join us in the next episode where we will talk to Clyde some more. You've been listening to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast with Craig D. Forrest, brought to you by Matchstick Media International, dedicated to excellence in media through inspiration, vision, and education. To learn more, visit us on the web at matchstickmedia.org. That's matchstickmedia.org. Your generous donations, large or small, help defray costs for producing this creative podcast. Thanks for listening and subscribing.